It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at MIDI Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Bird up, bird up. So <laughs> that's probably strange if you haven't heard of Froggy Fresh, but um, I DM'd Froggy Fresh recently. You might remember him as Krispy Kreme. That was his name before he got sued by Krispy Kreme. You DM'd him? I DM'd him. and Just, I, got, do, I Being a pretty girl, do you have luck DMing random celebrities real quick? Well, Froggy Fresh was the first one. Besides, <laughs> wait, I did DM the guy from Parks and Recreation, uh, Rufio or whatever. <laughs> With the curly hair, the, oh, no, he's the cool. Jew, like yeah, Aziz's no. friend. I saw him at what's his name? No, he's legit cool. What's ben, his name? Ben Rhodes? Is it ben something. Ben Sh- not Shapiro. No, yeah. Uh, writer. Ben Schwartz. I was at Diner One Hundred One. Yeah, he and lives here. You're gonna see people. He was behind me, and I had a crush on him because I used to like his funnier die videos, and I used to have a thing for guys that had Jufros. So three years ago. I sent him my headshot. This is the weirdest part. You DM'd him your headshot. <laughs> oh I'm so that. embarrassed right now. That's hilarious. And I said, I hope you didn't order a milkshake at 101 tonight. It was average at Did best. he write back? He writes. Oh my God, you're going to expose what he wrote? It's all a gamble, but next time try the nut and honey with chocolate ice cream. It tastes like a Reese's <gasps> peanut butter cup and the rest very well may be history. And I wrote. That's smooth. Good. A nut and honey. So, and then That's I was smooth. like, well, he wrote a lot more than me. So then yeah. I was like. I wrote, maybe we should go together next time so I don't order the wrong thing again. <gasps> Whoa! Green light. What do you say? I'm saying? getting steamy. He didn't write back? Ghosted. Ghosted? What? He nev- either didn't read it. Alpha move. Or he never saw it. Said no, never he didn't, again. He didn't, he didn't hit it because that would show that he saw it and he could but pull back it up anytime then, he wants But three years that. ago, it didn't show red. So mm, I think I got okay. ghosted by her. He was like, oh, this girl. She's sending me her headshot. She probably just wants to get on Parks and Rec. What an alpha Although move. Although maybe though, that like that, Why that did I send him that? of his was, maybe he was like, that's my peak. I can't do better. 
No, she gave him the opening, and he was just like. But hmm. he wrote back. Maybe he had a girlfriend mm-hmm. or something, and well, he didn't so want to get caught. Maybe, anyways, rejected jokes, rejected Emily. That's if you guys want to follow Ben Schwartz. It's rejected jokes on Instagram. He He's reject. Hilarious. He mm-hmm. yeah, he is. is he, he rejected me. That's funny enough. Um, but you know who didn't reject me was Froggy Fresh. Right. So I DM Froggy Fresh recently, and I said. Let's see what I said to Froggy Fresh. While I'm looking for this, can you explain who Froggy Fresh is? So, By the way, you guys, yeah, I have Allison Ruck today on the show and Josh Potter, Hi. two very funny comedians. Hello. So back in 2012, I was working on a radio show in Buffalo called The Shred and Reagan Show. And one of the guys came, discovered this viral video and was like, we got to talk about this guy. And it was Froggy Fresh. At the time, it was called Krispy Kreme. Like that the was donut. Yeah, and he would come on and be like, Krispy Kreme. And it was good impression. Thank you. Yum. And it was hilarious. Like <laughs> it was it was one of these things that got us all wondering, like, is it a joke or is it real? The video is uh, the baddest. Uh, a Midwestern kid, so- basically. Southern. Well, is he southern? He's I would from say, Michigan, I thought. But, but it had an accent like this. The guy had four million views in like On a his month. first viral video yeah. ever. But when you listen to the lyrics. They're so dumb and simple, but so poignant. I've got 400 houses in, <laughs> yeah. or something like that. He's obsessed with the number 400. He says, yeah. and He's then got 400 Tom, cars. He's got 400 scars. So like, Jay-Z is lazy. Oh, oh shit. That's such yeah. a good lyric. <laughs> right? It's so to the point and simple that you're like, this but, is bordering But didn't genius. Jay-Z sell drugs to get where he is? So I feel like he was a hustler. Oh, Jay-Z was a hustler. No, he was. That's, That's a, cool, though. He's calling the contrary. But well, yeah, no, uh, so this vi- video goes viral, and so I'm like, we got to get this guy on. And so, this was, what, six years ago? 2012 when it came out. Okay. So he had, like, The year the had, world didn't end. It was so disappointing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah this is like that? June that was 2012. Weird. I was so ready. I had the pa- <laughs> so I had the care package and a bunch of books. All those shit's gone to such hell since then that it's like, did it end? And we're all just living <laughs> in, like, the post-world <laughs> Oh, my God. Did you smoke a Jaybird Dude, before you just like said that? that's like the best thing you've ever Wish. said. Anyways, so you had Froggy Fresh on. Yeah, and it was just like, it was a, not a great interview. It was a phone interview? Yeah. I had an intuition about him before he even announced that this was a persona. So I wrote on well, February. Well, did it come up in your interview? Yeah, I did. I said February. So maybe he felt he had to before this oh podcast. God. February 11th wow. at 9.51 p.m. I wrote, let me interview you. <laughs> he wrote, bird up. Let's kid it in one word. I said this emoji, mm, the two hands, you know, the Jay-Z Rockefeller, yeah. we out here. Mm-hmm. Where are you located? Nashville. I said, okay, we could do it over the phone. I'm in LA. He said, bird up, zap me, dropped his number. I said, all right, let's get something going. I'll zap you and figure out a time. He said, bird up on that. I don't like how you appropriated his colloquialism. Bird up. <laughs> what do you mean? What did he I started mean? talking you. like him. I'll okay, you know you. why? Because I have sociopathic tendencies and I tend to mirror people. <laughs> you are right. a sociopath. What did I say? Just because I said zap <laughs> what you? Mean? What did you say? Yeah, when would you ever have said, would you he have said, said zap you up. if he was like, he here's said, my number, text me, and you'd be like, yeah, I zap you? You no, never would have said that. he said bird like up. he's a mosquito? Youch. I know he said it. That's why that's I, said, I, I, don't, I don't like how that you appropriated his Shut language. up. He said, bird up, zap me. And I said, I'll zap you and figure out a time. I was just playing on. That's not I bad. That's silly. You're playing off his <laughs> okay. I don't care because I got an interview. I interviewed him. We good. talked on the phone. It's like mirroring. It's a good communication skill, actually. You're making him feel more comfortable. <laughs> I mean, I don't feel like I'm mirroring you at all. I didn't mean to make you self-conscious. <laughs> so I zapped him. And like four days later, this video came out and. He be, I'm going to show you to you guys now. So prior to this, he was talking in this, what, like Southern accent? Well, was, yeah. I mean, just like everything about it him. It seemed like an autistic. 
autism. Here it is. Here's is the, Tosh the Tosh interview. You're going to get copyright. Huge fan. Thank really? you very much. I've been the Red Game for like since I was just born. Immediately took to it. I just since I was born, I came in and I was just rapping mostly. This is just a video to update you on the situation. Okay. He looks like your brother. So, hmm. two and a half, uh, three and a half years ago, I finished the third album for the Friday Fresh Project, which is unreleased. We have those five singles released that are out there, which is like Stolen Bikes 3, Zombie in the Basement. Uh, so I'm going to pause it. Well, I'll, okay, right now, that's the first time I've seen something like that from him. And I now, all of a sudden, feel like he's Andy Kaufman. Like, what the <gasps> fuck was he doing? Great like, point. He's the Andy Kaufman of rap. Sorry, well, I mean, like, he him. fucking duped me. I mean, I thought so, that was really authentically well, the, okay. him with that So the voice. craziest part about this video, I watched the entire 13 minutes, and not once does he announce that it was a persona. He just says, hey, guys. Um, I haven't been working on stuff for a while. I'm, I've retired the Froggy Fresh project as if it wasn't a persona. Or, yeah. And he said, and now I'm transitioning to be a soul singer. Well, it's like a character. And now he's doing mm. another character. He's going to be. Like, no, he wants to actually be a legitimate soul singer. Or is that the ruse? Coming into this, I was just like, this is an auto- autistic guy. No, <laughs> that, like, everyone thought that. That like is just got he's got genius levels of creativity. He does. But. And he makes music and beats. Well, like it just turns out that he's an artist. It doesn't. He's. It has nothing to do with his being on the spectrum that creates the art. All I'm saying is that there needs to be cameras on this guy. He lives in Nashville right now. now. Literally right now during the transition. He needs though. to have need this transition. Right he well, has tons of fans. You selfishly want that because you want to know the secrets. But I think. Oh, I his, selfishly want part it. of his mystery. I'm just trying to inform the public and show Froggy Fresh is a creative know. artist. Yeah, but huh. part of part of his mystery is what makes him so great. I think. No, but the mystery well, is gone now. It's gone. Not really. Yeah, but it, it not added really. To it to me. Because when we cut it, to the interview, you guys, he's very vague in a lot of the right. questions. And you know what he wanted okay. to talk about more? Hmm. Me. He goes, "You're a really good piano player." I was on your Instagram. You should pursue that. I was Aww, like, "That's so nice." That what, made me what, think what? he's an artist because he cared about my piano playing. Yeah, that means. He cares about music more than anything. <laughs> so, Froggy What's Fresh funny? is trying to smash M. No, and she I, no, no, get no. It. no, 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 no. <laughs> I think Froggy Fresh wants me to be the piano player in his soul singing band that's about to come out. Oh, I do and that. then I'm ditching this podcast and I'm going to be jamming. I'll take over for you. Okay. It's already the Allison and Josh show. <laughs> you're going to take this. You're going to take this so know, poorly. But, I, but, but there's I, something I, so like hilarious and angelic and almost like endearing about how you twisted that you're like i know he's an artist because he saw me play the piano and was like i think you should pursue that no i was thinking that was the thing that like lit it off in your brain okay i have so many photos and shit on my instagram and the only thing that caught his eye was my one piano playing video well you don't know that well that's what he mentioned but he mentioned it and she was like but like and I was for like, you to yeah. come to the conclusion <laughs> oh shut out up of, based off every, all the evidence that's been laid out of, in front of us and the reason you're interviewing him and you're like you know what really keyed it into me that he was an artist <laughs> when he when he saw me play anyways those Friday. what did you think of Froggy Fresh Allison enough from yeah, this guy I'm sorry so I listened yeah, to some too. of it I liked the <laughs> lyrics I listened to the one famous song I liked the lyrics that were dissing Jay Z and being like Beyonce has a crush it's on amazing. me it's bold. Then I Googled him, and his Wikipedia had a connection to Andy Milanakis, which is a name That's, I he, hadn't yeah, he heard did show, for a while. did his show. I loved that show. Andy Milanakis had a second deal. I can't remember what it was on. The, it was like an internet thing. 
I do wonder too, though. So, but the more I read, because I can only read some, and I asked my Uber driver, I was like, "Do you know about Froggy Fresh?" And he said, "No." And I said, "You have no help to me." Allison did the bare minimum research. <laughs> Every time, so I'm on- I Wikipedia him, and I asked my Uber driver on the way here about him. <laughs> that was like me in college. But I, but I, one thing that I wonder because. Now that he's come out, you uh, you did tell me that like, not out of the oh, closet, just like no. he's oh, yeah. not playing a southern he's autistic out of the person. Spectrum yeah. closet. That he's not like that he's not autistic. Yeah, possibly. No, he's a smart some, guy. Yeah, some people would say that that's, he tricked that's, all of us, that especially it's unethical. You. But now, part of me is like, is he just is he just so committed to the art? And what does it mean to be an artist these days? It means you don't get to, out of bed and you're passionate about things other than four hundred one ks and health insurance. Well, this right. this this new revelation has. Now made me stop thinking he's autistic and make me consider that he's eccentric. That's it. He's like Howard Hughes. And what's a better way to <laughs> describe an artist than eccentric? Eccentric. Actually, speaking of eccentric, check, check, check. Up, I won't say anything. Star child's in the house. <laughs> Star child, baby, in the place to be. What's up, Emily? Uh, we're just talking about Froggy Fresh. But is that Krispy Kreme? Yeah, that's him. He had to change his name because Krispy Kreme. Uh, sent him a letter saying like we're going to see you. Desist. But you do know that alternate realities exist, right? Yeah. Emily. Mm-hmm. Right? I don't know. They do, right? So what is this? What do you mean? I'm just saying everybody got a different alter ego. That's his alter ego. This was his alter ego. Yeah. That's what we're finding out. We yeah. just thought it was him before. Up until now, no one knew because this was an alter ego. Because a lot of people ego. don't understand. See, Starchild can understand multiple personalities because I'm multiple personalities. I'm omnipresent. You know what I mean? A lot of people be like, oh, that's the star child way to talk. You know what I mean? They'd be like, star child, why you talk like that? People always ask me, why does star child talk like that? Why does star child talk like that? But that's because that's star child. Now, if you want to talk to Tristan, it's a different conversation for a different constellation. Cue my theme music. Okay, last question. Do you think I'm a sociopath? No. Thank you. All right, so I'm going to cut to the interview with uh, Froggy Fresh. I really enjoyed doing this interview. He told me he was looking forward to it, and I was having a bad week, and I said I was also looking forward to it because as artist, I do get depressed a lot, Mm -hmm. and I'm in my bed, and I'm just comparing myself on Instagram getting sad. So this interview brightened my day, (laughs) and I hope it brightens your day, and you guys can learn. Just feel, I don't know. I hope it, like, uplifts you guys. All right, cut into Froggy Fresh. Yo. Yo, what up? Just swagging. What's that mean? I don't know. It's just something I say when I feel awkward. Oh, really? I felt like it was what you would say when you're not feeling awkward. No, I'm definitely never swagging, so I always say swag. So you don't, you never feel awkward? I always feel awkward. Really? Yeah. Why? I don't know. I was, like, confused if you were going to have a southern accent. I also didn't realize that you were a persona. And I was noticing in the comment section to your retirement video, your update, that a lot of people were confused by that. Yeah, you know, I don't know. It seems surprising that they still would be after all these years. I mean, was that the first video you released without an accent? Uh, I think I had one, like, a year a year ago that I did. Why did you come up with that character? Um, uh, So this was like six years ago you started. Yeah, it was 2012. Well, um, I started this, uh, I did, I wrote that song, Baddest. I was just 
I was on my way to Applebee's with my brother. To Applebee's? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I was on my way. To, I was on my way to Applebee's with my brother like six years ago. Did you get the two for twenty? Uh, I'm sure we did. So, so all great uh, songs I, come uh, from a ride from Applebee's. Yeah. So, so uh, I just started writing the baddest, and then uh, I just like was writing it down over the course of like the next couple of weeks. Uh huh. I just um, was uh, like writing more lines for it. And, like, I was like, oh, bro, this, this is going to go viral, like, Rebecca Black, because it's just, like, so bad. She was, like, 2010, right? She yeah. was a little bit before you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I was, like, I, like, seen, like, what had happened with her making bad music. So I, like, was like, yeah, we can just, I can just do this. And just everyone's, like, because it got, like, really cool on YouTube to, like, just, like, hate people. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, just, like, public humiliation got, like, Super like popular on YouTube like around that time. Yeah, no one wants so, to see people doing well. Yeah. Were you trying to play an autistic person, or was that not your intention? I never like thought. Okay, I wasn't like. I never like registered in my mind. Okay, we got to go for autism here. Like, I was <laughs> never like. Um, it wasn't like that. It was kind of just like I just created a character I thought was funny, and it's just like really anything you create is just a collection of your experiences you know in life so I just feel like it was just a uh, collection of just people I had known what, did you know a lot of people that acted like that did I know people that acted like that yeah I did really who yeah I mean it's a combination of like a couple people okay so you like mashed up a bunch of people you knew into that one character yeah so, did people, when you came out and did that, not like you were gay, but like when you came out and were like, hey, I don't talk, actually talk like this, after you uh, did that video and all the people in the comment section, they were saying like, he's not autistic, he duped us. Did you get like any backlash for that or do you feel like you got more respect? Okay, I would say there's some people who are like, who would be like a little offended, who would be like, oh, that's wrong, like you're making fun of autistic people. And then I would say there's sometimes... Um, I would say that's very rare, though. I'd say that, that, that's, like, one in... I would say every once in a while you get somebody who'd be like, oh, that's wrong. But I think, uh, most of the time, I don't think people really took offense to it. Because I think it was, like, all in good spirit. Like, I don't... It wasn't, like, mocking, necessarily. It was kind of like Forrest Gump. Oh, true. That's like, true. Nobody, What's the difference? Nobody's, like... Yeah, nobody's, like, mad at, like... You know what I mean? At, like, um... At, uh... Tom Hanks. At, uh... Tom, that's his name. Tom Hanks. For, uh, you know, playing Forrest Gump. And I don't, I think it's just, it wasn't good spirit. Like, it wasn't in disrespect. Or, well, yeah, I agree. Also, know. I feel like it's their own fault if they interpreted it that way. Yeah. So you knew that it was going to go viral? I had a good feeling. Now, was <laughs> your running nose intentional? Yeah, that's like, uh, that was, uh, Carmex. It was what? Carmex? Like, Vaseline like kind Vaseline. of thing? Yeah. Oh, so you purposely yeah, put that on there. It wasn't actually allergies. No, no, no. Because uh, I used to, like, I always, like, put Carmex or Vaseline, Vaseline in my nose just to, like, keep my nose, like, from drying out. Totally. And and so, like, I always felt, like, uh, after, like, you do that and after you're, like, breathing for a little bit, like, it kind of starts to, like, come, like, on your upper lip a little bit. So I'd always be, like, super self-conscious. I'd be like, God, 
probably think I have snot like on my face. <laughs> I know what you mean. I like idea. I always do that. Like when my when it's dry and then it, my lips get chapped and then I put the Vaseline like above it. Yeah, it's like taking all of your insecurities really and like bringing them out in comedy. Anyways, Wait. you you play piano? Do I see videos of you playing piano? Yeah. Yeah, you're, like, good. Yeah, I know. I just don't know what to do with it. It's, like, I ha- I just bought a, like, I don't know. You know what I mean? You've been playing since you were a kid? Yeah. Okay. I was in a rock band yeah. once, but it was, like, a gothic band, and I didn't really fit in. So, I was, no. like, wearing black you're lips. Wearing- I don't look goth, but I was trying really hard. You went goth for the band? Yeah, I did. And then we played, like, two shows, and they're, like, you know what, Emily? Like, you gotta go. You just don't really fit in, and now the guy is actually a transgender a solo artist, so I was bound uh, to get booted out eventually. That's interesting. Yeah. How did you, yeah, like, develop not, like, such a good yeah. southern accent? Can you do it right now? Uh, yeah, like, uh, hold on. I would probably be in, like, freaking going to, like, all kinds of basketball games. I'll probably be shooting threes. I'll probably be doing layups. I'll probably be doing passes. I'll probably be doing dunks. You just started talking right about basketball. Yeah, so, so, that character has, like, a certain bank of, like, things that he talks about, you know what I mean? Like, when you go into the character, the character's excited about, like, everything he's involved in. It's weird, because, like, a lot of times when I get into that character, my pupils get real dilated. Like, which is, like, a lot of people always be like, uh, it's not cocaine. Why were people saying that you were on drugs in your update? I don't know if that's, like, a thing that people do on YouTube. Everyone was saying that you were on coke, but I didn't think you seemed jittery. Yeah, I don't know. I did. I did. It made me. I don't know. I don't did you drink Red Bull before? No, I, I've never drank Red Bull. I think you just talk fast. Yeah, I'm kind of like. I'm maybe I'm, I'm like a little hyper. Yeah. But maybe because Froggy Fresh wasn't hyperactive, maybe that's why they thought it was weird. Because he kind of talks slower. Yeah. He's not very sharp. Southern people talk slower. Yeah, yeah, that's the other thing, too. It's probably there's still so many people that, like, they can't comprehend the fact that they've been watching this character for four years. (laughs) Hold on, give me one second. I have to tie my shoe. One second. (laughs) All right. I'm just going to drink my Diet Coke. (laughs) Yeah, so I, 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 I figured that most people knew by this point, but... Well, so is it done? Yeah. You're, you're, aren't you sad that you're not playing this character anymore? Are you, like, how do you... Everyone's sad. Yeah, you know, um... It is kind of sad. Um, I wish I could have finished the project the right way, like, and got the videos done. You, but, just did, um, you didn't want to do the videos because you said your friends weren't around to do them with you and they grew up? Well, it's kind of like... That's like a general explanation. Like, specifically, it's more so, like, um, that kind of happened, but it's mostly my little brother. Like, he, we would we would write and plan all of the videos together, and he ran the camera. And he was like, yeah, I don't want to do this no more. So, so your brother dipped uh, out and then left you hanging? Yeah, he did. Do you feel like you can't do it without him? I can't. I couldn't have. Really? He was like, but yeah, You were, like, like, the star. Right, but it's like... That's like saying, like, you know, uh, that's like saying you could make Indiana Jones with just Shia LaBeouf and not, like, Steven Spielberg's team. You know what I mean? You think? Oh, because, well, what if you hired, like, a different camera crew? So, we 
we had this whole network of like kids. Like we had this network of kids that we, that's how through him, because he was seven years younger than me. So we had all these like adolescent kids that were playing all these characters. Oh, okay. When he left for college, it's kind of like strange. It like breaks up the network a little bit. So you felt weird reaching out? Well, yeah, I'm not going to be like, they weren't my friends. They were like Joey's friends. Got it. And so like, it's like the intricacies of this project are very hard to explain. Um, when he went to college, I moved out and I just kind of got like busy and distracted. There wasn't as much free time because I was like, I was just an adult and I was doing adult shit. And like, what kind of adult shit? Uh, I don't know. Taking out the trash. (laughs) Right. I know that's a good point. (laughs) You're a good interviewer because I'm not getting shit past you. What adult shit? Um, I mean, like, I don't know. You just get busy. You got to do lots of cooking and grocery shopping and, uh, I don't know. I don't grocery shop. You don't? Nah, I eat out for every meal. Uh, That's what I'll be doing eventually. So you didn't go to college then? I went to college, um, I went to Saginaw Valley State until I was my sophomore year, like halfway through my sophomore year. I got a full ride to Saginaw Valley State. Really? And, so you had good uh, grades. You had good yeah. grades in high school. Yeah. What was so, your major? I was going for education. Okay, you wanted to be a teacher. Which, which been, yeah, it would have been horrible though. Why did you want to be a no, teacher? No, no. I, then because I didn't like know what else could I do in life. I mean, at nineteen, I had such a little life experience. Right. I came home my, after my freshman year, and I started doing music. I bought like an NPC, which is like, have you ever seen those little drum machines? They're yeah. Like little squares. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I bought an NPC after my freshman year, and I started making um, beats at uh, that whole summer. I started making beats, and then I started uh, like rapping to my own beats, and I made like this little tape. And uh, so I got like really excited about it. I went back to school my sophomore year, and I was going back. I take classes like chemistry and stuff. And physics. And you're, like, uh, over it. I was just done. And I was, like, not keeping up. And then what happened is, like, I got through the first, I got through that first semester at my sophomore year, like, reluctantly. And I went home for Christmas and did the music all break. And then I was, like, I was, like, damn, I don't want to keep doing music. I can't. So I went back to my second semester. And uh, I was, like, I want to do music. So I brought my MPC and my music stuff, like, up to class. I was, like, okay, I'm only going to do this on the weekend. But then uh-huh. it like slowly just like took over and I just was getting like obsessive with it and it was like started interfering with my classes a little bit. So you were like and college so, dropout like Kanye West, but he beat you to that song. Yeah. So 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 um I uh started taking it started taking up like all my time. I started like 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 not getting good grades and I was like halfway through my second semester my sophomore year. I was like, damn, I'm about to lose my scholarship. I was like, I don't even want to be here anyway. And uh, so I called my dad, and I was like, yeah. I was like, I don't want to do this. Like, I want to do music. And he was like, uh, and my mom was like, yeah, no, you can't go home from college. So then like, I was like, okay, I went back, and I was like doing music and still doing shit in class for like another couple weeks. And then I called them back, and I was like, like, I don't want to be here. I want to do music. And they were like, no. So then eventually, like, it got like, then I'd call them like, three days later and then like probably the fourth time I called I was like yeah I don't want to be here anymore 
They were like, all right, fine, whatever, go live your life. My mom was, like, super upset. Like, she was crying. That sounds like moms. Yeah, she was, like, crying when I got back to college. My dad told me I had, like, two years. Like, you have two years to make something happen. So So what did they think once you got the baddest, though, in viral? Uh, they were, I think my, my mom was surprised, but she didn't understand. And my dad was probably like, I feel like my dad thought that I was going to do it. So now you're saying that you, um, you're transitioning to be a soul singer? Well, I mean, I'm writing, I'm writing soul songs and I've been, I, I like all forms of music. I wouldn't even say that it's soul. It's like, it's like, um, I did say it was soul, but I mean, it's, it's kind of soul and it's kind of pop and uh do you do you have a good voice um i don't know <laughs> can you sing something like can i yeah like right now you probably like, won't like, want, you probably don't want to know <laughs> that feels, um can i that feels awkward it is uh, awkward yeah that feels awkward i don't know if i could I don't know if I have the courage right now. Really? Yeah. Do you I, not like I it can, when people tell you to sing on the spot? Um, I don't know. I don't know. People don't really do it. <laughs> well, I'm just wondering, like, if you are going to be a soul singer, like, I'm guessing that you must be able to sing. Yeah. Um, you know, I hope that I can. I hope that I can because it's a goal that I have. And if I can't, then it's just going to be heartbreaking. Well, what does your tour manager think? Um, I think he heard me sing when we went to the studio. We went, we stopped by the uh, Nile City Sound Studio in Fort Worth when we were in Fort Worth. That's like one of the studios that like inspired me to start writing like soul music. And um, we stopped by when we were in Fort Worth, and I sung one of the songs I've been working on. And I mean, I think I'm a better singer now than I was then. And um, I said I asked Phil what he thought, and Phil thought it, Phil said it was good. That it sounds like a song on the radio. Did you have like musical training? I have no musical training. I was like, I feel like I should ask him to sing something, but I felt like you wouldn't do it. <laughs> yeah, that feels weird. I mean, you already felt awkward before I even asked you to do that. I, I do. Said. I all, yeah, I, I do. I already do, but I just feel like that would take it to another level. That would. Now you're retiring that project, but you're still doing the tour right now. So when does it officially yeah. retire? Um, you know, honestly. I don't know. I don't know. Because, like, I was just talking to somebody last night, and I was saying, like, if somebody ever came along and was like, we wanted to do, like, the TV show or something like that, I would do it. So I don't know that I'd ever, like, I don't know that it's ever officially retired, because I would always be open to doing it. It's just a matter of, like, like I was explaining to them last night, the same thing I explained to you, where it's just, like, uh, there's this, like, very unique way that the project ran, and it kind of, like, the way that it ran on, like, neighborhood fuel... Literally. Kind of yeah, right on neighborhood fuel. And it was so organic and it kind of outgrew itself in a very natural way. Like, I would always be open to, like, a production company coming and saying, like, we want to take the um, world and continue it. It would just, that's what it would take, you know? When you were Froggy Fresh, like, what did you feel like he stood for? Froggy Fresh stood for the right thing. Which is interesting because what is the right thing? I don't know. Um, what well, I would say, Froggy Fresh stood for what people think the right thing is, which is fairness and being next to people and um, 
yeah, just being like what people consider to be a good person, which is what is mostly a good person. Yeah, Froggy Fresh seemed like a good person. Yeah. Are there any last words you want to say as Froggy Fresh to the world? Um, no. (laughs) (laughs) He's done. He doesn't want to say anything. Yeah, but I had fun doing the interview. I was happy you hit me back. Yeah, this gave me something to look forward to like all week. Really? That's so nice. I was surprised. I was like, I wonder if he'll even want to do my podcast. Yeah, no, I fun. Yeah. All right, bird up. Bye. Bye. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.